and welcome to That's Embarrassing, episode one of the new season. I'm Joe. I'm Louise. We're back. But in a different format. We used to be How to Be a Grown Up, but we decided after two successful seasons, Talk Radio's Podcast of the Week twice. Big time, big Nominated time. for a podcast award. We decided to change it all up. Yeah, so it's all your stories about embarrassing stuff, isn't it? Um, so what's today's about, Louise? It's about embarrassing moments while you were at work. Literally, there, I got so many, and I think people find it really cathartic to get in touch. If you do want to get in touch, by the way, uh, on Twitter, it's embarrassing PC and it's uh, embarrassing pod on Instagram. So what's the first story? So Phoebe has been in touch. Hey Phoebe. And Phoebe's got quite a few. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw some out there and see what you think. Is right? this all Phoebe's stories? No, but I've got like four from Phoebe. Okay. Phoebe just sort of once it once the floodgates opened, I because I feel like people can't afford afford therapy, so that's sort of what we're here for. And Phoebe said, sleeping with someone from IT, well, that's your life, <laughs> isn't it, Louise? Yeah, but we weren't working together. That's true. L- Louise isn't just like an IT groupie. Her boyfriend works in IT, by the way, I should say. Losing my bag at the Christmas party and having to spend the night on the sofa in the office. Telling a client I think I'm in love with him. She got very drunk at an awards do. Then on the way home, WhatsApped a client saying that she thinks she's in love with him. The next day, he said, who stole your phone last night? And I said, no one. That was me. Oh, that was his way of giving her a get out. Yep. Trying to say you behaved like a lunatic. I don't like you. Someone obviously stole your phone. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And she said, no. She was probably hung over, though. Yes, you don't make good decisions. Have you ever declared your love for a colleague? Um, Why would you have to think about that? Surely you would know that (laughs) off the top of your head. No, because of the type of work we do, you know. I mean, I've told you I love you occasionally, haven't I? Yeah, but not like that. Oh, no. I mean, I've never actually done that, no. You went to, like, drama school, so you say that sort of thing. You don't mean love me, love me. Yeah. You mean just like, it's nice to see you. Yeah. But have you ever, like, when you were young and... No. 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 I've slept with people I work with. Have I worked with anyone I've been in love with? No, I haven't. And I've never done that. What I have done is said I love you on the phone to clients at the end of phone calls. Oh, well, you would be just like Amelia, who did exactly the same. Segway alert. I know, right? Uh, didn't even plan that or anything. So, yes, uh, Amelia got in touch and she used to do like customer service. And one day on the phone, just made a sale, very excited, really happy, la, 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 la. Okay, thanks, thanks so much. Yep, yeah, love you, bye. Oh... <laughs> I thank also you very, oh, once you. signed a work email from Emily <laughs> and then it went around like the whole office. It's when I was working in production. Around the whole office and everyone started laughing. They were like, Joe, who's Emily? I don't know. I wow. still don't know who Emily is to this day. That's my alter ego. Wow. Jenny also says that she once said, love you, bye, on the phone. And at the end of a meeting, she once blew a kiss, but doesn't know why. <laughs> That's quite bad, isn't it? Blew a kiss. I was once working, I can't remember what I was doing, I was filming like a Facebook Live thing and it was like a big shoot and it was like three or four cameras and quite a big crew and stuff. And All right. It was like quite, but this it was isn't quite... show off how many jobs Joe's had. I am available and I'm used to multi-cam work and working with TalkBack. But it was, it was quite a decent... Just sleep job. with colleagues. But the point is, right, this, this is pertinent to the anecdote. So there was quite a lot of people on set and then at the end we finished and it had been quite a tough shoot and everybody clapped. 
which I hate, and I find that sort of thing really awkward. It's like when Americans clap when the plane lands. I find it awful. Like, I find that sort of thing excruciating. Do you? I quite enjoy it. I hate everybody, weirdly, I hate everyone looking at me. I don't know what to do. So I find... Just join in, and then you're part of it, and then no one, yeah, no one clapping. You're so yeah. quite div. Huh. Do you but, not clap at the end of films sometimes? What, at home? No. Oh, oh my God, I do that too. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like, in the cinema. <laughs> Oh, I'm one of those people, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. Carry what, on. claps in the cinema? Occasionally, if it's really good. No, Louise, you're British. Just even if it's your, the best one you've ever seen, she goes, bloody good stuff. And then walk out. Okay. That's all it is. But anyway, so everyone clapped. And then as I walked sort of out of the studio, the director was clapping and then gave me a really, really big smack on the bum. Ooh. <laughs> and then everyone looked at him and... He went bright red and said, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> it was absolutely awful. He'd been telling me earlier about his wife and kids. So I don't think it was because he fancied me. I think it's just one of those it's weird... It's like a nice thing to do. It's not nice. No, I it? mean, it's absolutely could go down for sexual harassment. But yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. It's a bit me too. A little bit me too. But let me ask you, have you ever had like that situation where you've had inappropriate advances at work? Yes, honestly, so many. Um, I think there's a lot of my friends have as well. I don't, this isn't like exclusive to me. Women who work in the entertainment industry tend to get, I mean, perverts tend to flock your way. Yeah, so when I was young, I mean, I was of legal age, but like younger than don't I am now. Don't give them an excuse. <laughs> um, I was doing panto. And the sort of the, the person who was there as the celebrity, mm. I'm definitely not going to name names. Can I guess? You can guess away. I'm not going to okay. tell you. Give me a clue. No. Um, <laughs> so we were on the side of the stage, like in the wings, mm. and he pinned me against the wall, essentially, like put both his arms around me. So mm. I was just sort of backed into a corner. And you know that whole Little Britain thing, like, look into my eyes, look into my eyes? Yeah, yeah. yeah so he did that to me, and then was like, oh, you will fall in love with me. Darren Brown. <laughs> no. Um, and then all of that sort of stuff, I was like, oh, my God, okay, just just keep moving, pretend it's not happened. Mm. Then I was out, I was also ASM, which is assistant stage manager, basically in charge of the props, um, as well as being in the show, and I was off getting props, and I had to text this guy and ask if he needed a prop. And he messaged me saying, why don't you get it and bring it to my hotel room to show me my, well, it's his wife, I won't say the name, is out. Every little oh. weekly face. And I mean, I was, I think 17. They weren't. And it was that moment I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I don't know what to do. So I told the director and he banned that person from coming anywhere near me for the rest of the run. But that is everything that's wrong with the entertainment industry, isn't it? Because instead of firing that person who's verging on doing something criminal, because they're worth money to the production, they just told them not to go near you. All right, moving swiftly on. Um, I also had a director once. I was at a meeting um, and we were talking about like jobs and people who were working in various things. And he said, well, you obviously get work because you're attractive. Uh, if you wore a lower cut top, I still stand on the fact you'd probably get more work. That's, I mean, honestly, the entertainment... Button my shirt up. But the entertainment industry is honestly, like, the inappropriate stuff that gets said to you all the time is just extraordinary. Like, about, I mean, I can't even go into it, but about, like, people's looks, mm -hmm. like, background, everything. It's absolutely mental. But it does go both ways, Louise. Okay. Because Nathan has been in touch. Yeah. 
Nathan says he was at a musical theatre event and he was playing background jazz when Helena Bonham Carter came over and rubbed her tits in my face. Now, here's the thing. I quite fancy Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, that's a really tough one because... No, it's not, Louise, because it's still, it's still non-consensual. That's true, and it's very wrong. He said, I quite liked it, actually, but she was loving the keys, came over a few times to talk, and then later I got a face full of bosom. Does that mean he slept with her? No, 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 I don't think it means he slept with her. I think it means he's trying to play piano, and... She's put in a... Yeah, but later on, he then got a... No, no, I think he means she Face full of bosom. (laughs) No, because you would say a mouthful of... Anyway, but I I think what happened is he's playing piano and she keeps coming over to talk. And then when talking is no longer cutting it in terms of showing her appreciation, she rubs her dirty pillows in his face. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) Instead of tipping. I want the hard cash, quite frankly. Yeah, so would I. I'd rather have the money. It happened to me once. Not, not with what? Helen <laughs> Carter. No, she's not like rampaging around London rubbing her boobs in people's face. Did you get someone's boobs in your face? Um, no. I thought 2020 had been quite quiet. Well, but this is... This, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, it's, uh, it's positively Saharan this year for me. An arid wasteland. Anyway, moving on. There will be a sex episode later in the, in the season. It'll be really short because... <laughs> I've forgotten how to do it. I don't know where it goes. Belly button, right? Um, anyway, uh, right. Grow up, everybody. Louise, it's normally me. I can't believe you started it. Um, but I, one of my first ever like jobs doing celeb interviews, I had to go to a comic book shop in the West End and uh, film an interview with John Barrowman because him and his sister had written a book for kids or something. I don't know what it was. Anyway, it's a really weird setup. So we went into this um, comic book store and he was sitting at quite a high desk behind. Imagine if it was like a courtroom drama in like the Demon Headmaster or Grange Hill or something. It wasn't quite realistic. Yeah. Anyway, he was behind this really high desk and I'm kind of quite low down, probably sort of at the height of his chest, looking up and holding the microphone up above the desk. It was a really odd setup. And he was not answering my questions properly. He was sort of being quite playful and quite frivolous. And about halfway through the interview, he leant over the desk and reached down and unbuttoned my shirt. No. And he was like, oh, there you go. I just wanted a few more buttons undone. That's better. Now, obviously, humorous anecdote for the podcast. But the only thing I will say... And I know as a straight white male, it's kind of hard to feel sorry for me in any context, but that's still grossly inappropriate. And if I did that, or if if a male celebrity did that to a female interviewer, it would be such a big news story and they would be in so much trouble. How long ago was that? Because I think now it eight, probably seven, would eight be. Years. No, but I would never go to the papers anyway. And I, but but like, the thing is, I've I've had quite... A lot of encounters with men in this industry that are incredibly inappropriate. I had a very famous presenter, a very famous sports presenter, slide into my DMs hey. and proposition me. That's like normal. I get that on a daily basis. But like quite... I don't. That's not a daily basis. quite graphically okay. sexually. This also got a bit serious. This is going to be about work. Oh, I know. So anyway, look, basically what's good is neither Louise or I have been sexually assaulted. Sam's been in touch. Yep, hi Sam. And said that she fell over at work, she was going up some stairs, fell over, like bag everywhere, tripped over in her heels, thinking no one had seen it until that later on that year at their Christmas party when they were playing like a video of like silly things that had happened at work that year. 
lo and behold, the CCTV footage of her falling up the stairs. But then what makes it worse is that's not the only thing that happened to her. She also, within like two weeks of people seeing that video, she picked up a bag from work. It got caught, her dress got caught in it on the shoulder. So her bum was exposed for like the entire lunch period and no one told her. Sam sounds like Mr Bean. (laughs) These things keep happening. Is she a member of the Chuckle Brothers? There's actually quite a lot of this stuff about like accidental nudity or underwear, right? So Linnell says... My pants. Great name. Tore. I think she's American. So when she says pants, she says means trousers. trousers. She says my pants tore at the crotch while our boss and his entourage arrived at the office from the UK. I stapled it back together. <gasps> Staples. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, that's brilliant. I've used a safety pin before. For what? What part though? For your trousers? Yeah, always trousers. Yeah, because the problem is both you and I, I think, like to wear really tight jeans. Yeah. And you have more of an excuse because you're a woman. <laughs> but like, I wear really tight jeans. Have yours ever ripped? Well, I was on my way to an audition once, right? And I remember it so vividly. So I went to an audition. And as I got off the train, my spray-on skinny jeans ripped from the bottom of the fly to the rear waistband. <laughs> so entirely gaping open. Luckily, it wasn't a Lenny Kravitz. I was wearing pants. But I was going to be late for the audition anyway. Did you go? So I went to the audition. And when I turned up, I thought this is going to be amazing. When I get this show, they're going to be, it's going to be an anecdote we tell at the BAFTAs when I win my BAFTA, right? I was like, look, guys, it's only embarrassing if we let it be embarrassing. And at the end of the day, I ripped my trousers. But I wanted to come so much that I'm going to do it for you. Anyway, I went through the whole audition doing different pieces to camera, pretending to interview someone, all with my pants out. And I didn't get the job. Oh, have you ever seen any of those people again? No, probably actually. I mean, that is, that's depressing. I've got one on a slightly, I've got one about people hurting themselves at work, right? Okay. Which I quite like. Lucy spilled boiling water from the kettle on her vagina. (laughs) How much, as an owner of, of one, how much would that hurt? I mean, it depends what, like fabric is covering it. I was going to say what bit. I was going to say she wasn't using herself as a funnel. <laughs> <laughs> no. So if you've got jeans on, then yeah, it would be all right. It'd be like just burning. Really hot in an area you don't want a lot of heat. If it was just like a thin piece of cotton, that is going to hurt. I mean, a hundred because water boils at hundred degrees. That on your on Fanny. your little on your little clip. Oh, Louise. <laughs> Louise, cookie. I was going to say ham sandwich. It's not, there's not another word for it, is there? Like, that is actually what it's called, right? The clitoris. Oh, yeah, clit. Does that make you feel really weird? Just you saying it, it's like... Yeah, it's a bit like hearing like a parent or like a teacher say it. It's like... Yeah, but I should imagine that that would have caused some form of degree of burn. That's sort. Second degree burns. I don't know. Um, and yeah, there wouldn't have been much... Yeah, I mean, they're quite angry looking anyway, so let alone after a little bit of hot water. Right, let's not, let's, let's come away from sex for a minute. Um, Olivia, she was on uh, messaging people at work and she'd had a customer who was a little bit annoying and she was meant to send this email to her colleagues saying, yep. this woman is a total pain in the ass to quote her exactly. Yep. And instead of clicking send to just her colleagues, she pressed send all. So that went straight to the client, to the customer. That is excruciating when that happens. That is... What's happening now? No, I just saw another story that's really funny. Tell me. Um, Anonymous, doesn't want their name read out, went to hug her boss as a thank you by accident, but as she was going to do it, like she said, the world went into slow motion. 
because he was looking at her like, what the actual are you doing? So she then went to hug him. Now, she's quite a tall girl. He was quite short. So his head was sort of resting, you know, on the sweet spot above the... In the crook of your neck. neck. Yeah. yeah. Where if you've got a child that's cut their knee, you sort of come in. So she ended up basically cradling her boss in that position. Then she tried to make a joke out of it. So picked him up and was like, oh. She picked her boss up. Oh, that's so good the worst day of her life even to this day she can't look him in the eye i've got an amazing one to end part one on right on the theme of um sending emails to the wrong people right this is a brilliant one that's coming from jenny so let me play this for you this girl i know she's like my mate's sister's friend she was working for um i think it was barclays and um she basically went on this date and it was really bad and then she emailed her mate basically all these gory details about how bad the date was and about the sex and everything and then she um she sent it and then suddenly she looked and everyone was like kind of turning around looking at her like, what the hell? And then she realised she'd put all at Barclays, which is like to everybody in the global company, instead of to her mate, who must have been called like Alison or something. Anyway, security took her into the boss's office and they fired her on the spot. <laughs> and now they use her as an example when training people of what not to do. Um, oh my God. So we've just heard about Jenny's friend. Um, that is as bad as it gets, isn't it? Sent to all. It's not even, it's just your colleagues. It was the global company. Barclays is a big corporation. If you end up in an HR training seminar as an example, <laughs> then things have gone really wrong. That's such a rookie error. Also, don't send it to the work email. Just don't do it. Send it to a personal one. It's, that is, I cannot think of anything worse. Also, you've got one, haven't you? It's coming from Anonymous about yes. inappropriate use of work equipment. <laughs> so they were on a work trip. So having to travel for work and in the hotel one night, couldn't sleep. So decided to... Jolly yourself a milk glove. Watch a nature documentary. Yeah. And on their work laptop, little did they know that a report of everything that goes onto your work laptop goes straight to your manager. If it's a, you know, a, a dodgy or something that's just a little bit weird. Porn, if it's porn. So <laughs> his manager got a report of this and nothing was said until like later on in the year and there was a massive meeting with all the team and she very kindly and to be fair it was very subtle but then sort of mentioned that uh, work laptops should be kept for work and if you need to use a laptop for private time (laughs) to use your own and by the way kevin if you do want to have a wank at work do it on your own laptop merry christmas yeah (laughs) Oh dear, I once went on a work trip with a guy who um, said that his friend had a laptop and he went to use it once. And like, you know, you've got different browsers, you've got Chrome, you've got Firefox, you've got Safari or whatever. Incognito. So you've got incognito mode. But when he went to open Safari, his friend came running in and went, not Safari. So Safari was his wanking browser, like he exclusively used Safari to hide it from his girlfriend. I was also, this is quite tangential, I don't know if I can use it. I was at my auntie's house once and I said, oh, where's the Nurofen or whatever? Should I top top drawer of the desk in uh, our bedroom? So went upstairs and as I was halfway upstairs, I heard... (laughs) as she came running through the house and went, don't go in the middle drawer! (laughs) I mean, we know what was in the middle drawer. We know what was in the middle drawer. (laughs) Tom's been in touch. Hi, Tom. And he says, I got a paperclip stuck in my ear. And had to walk through the office with my hand cupping my ear so no one would see. I revealed it to HR, 
who immediately sent me to A&E. I got to A&E, gave it a cheeky twist, and it came out. So I said, why did you have a paper clip in your <laughs> ear? This is disgusting, oh. right? He said, because I have eczema in my ear and it gets well itchy. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I've never got anything... Stuck in places it shouldn't. Stuck in myself. I'm guessing it's more of a risk with women. <laughs> <laughs> We've got how many, how many extra holes? Just one extra hole, right? Yes. But, don't... but especially at work, it's not like that's out. It's not like you can put things in it. <laughs> yeah, it's not a filing cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there is a whole array of stories, you know, where women have accidentally put things in holes that they shouldn't well, have done. I bet that's what it is, but not on a work podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to think, have I ever got anything stuck in somewhere it shouldn't? I don't think I have. I don't think I've done that. When, like, I, when I was a kid, I don't think I got anything stuck up, like, different place. Although, actually, I do have a good story that's come in from someone called Abby about things going in places they should. So I started a new job and I kind of got quite drunk the night before, kind of got on it, and I'd eaten loads of beetroot that day. Uh, and then went to work, started my new job, went for a poo, and it was bright red, so I thought I was bleeding from my ass. And so I had to go up to my brand new manager and tell them that I had to go to A&E, and then I had to explain to them why I was going to A&E, which is that I thought I was internally bleeding. Um, and it wasn't until the doctor put their finger up my bum that I remembered that I did just see a loads of beetroot the night before. She even called me a good girl while she had a finger up <laughs> <laughs> You're a good girl. Is there anything oh. worse than somebody saying "good girl" while well, they've got their finger in a place it shouldn't be? I've never had it happen to me. I was once right. I went to the doctor because I had a rash in quite an intimate place. Little corporal. The little corporal had trench foot, and <laughs> I went to the doctor. And men listening will know because I feel this come, this comes up quite a lot in the podcast that when you go to the doctor about anything to do with your downstairs area that your willy immediately retreats back into your body. It kind of, you're super nervous. It knows what's coming. So it goes like a little bullet. It's like trying to just scram out of there, basically. So I said, look, I've got a rash. And he said, okay, well, go behind the curtain, pull your trousers down. I'll be in in a minute. So I pull my trousers down. I'm sitting there. I was like, oh, it's really tiny, but I don't care. It's, it's a doctor. I'm here to get the rash sorted. And it, I'm nervous, whatever. He came and he sort of gripped it, had a little look at it once over. <laughs> and then he went, oh, not much to see here. And I went, oh, well, doctor, well, it's, I mean, it's cold in here. And then it was only afterwards that I realised he wasn't commenting on the size of my member. He was saying that the rash had cleared up. Because <laughs> obviously a doctor can't go, call that a penis. <laughs> so that's happened to me. Um, that is going to be another episode, by the way, embarrassing things that have happened to you at doctor surgeries, because I've got quite a few of them. What a good idea. Back to work then. Um, online work. So this is in the world of Zoom. Zoom. 2020 pandemic, all that sort of stuff. I had a student, this is a teacher obviously, really boring, and was giving him a lesson on Skype. Had my WhatsApp open on the desktop and was talking to my sister. Sent her a message saying how frigging boring this guy is. And I actually sent it on the Skype chat by accident. That's awful because you can't bring that back. No. I really try not to talk about people. Like I try to, I genuinely try to be kind. Do you? I, yes, I do. Apart from you, no, I'm mean to your face. Do you know you're not very good at that? <laughs> well, no, but when I'm mean to people, it's two people I know and like. So I'm mean to their face. But like, I try and put like good energy out into the universe. And I remember once, and I'm ashamed of this, I was 18. And I was slagging someone off. Mm-hmm. And she walked into the room behind me. 
It was like a sitcom. And I didn't know. Oh, and no one told you? Well, no, because it was too late because she walked in, heard like the few things I was saying with her name featured as I turned around. It was awful. That is really awful. Awful. And it's one of the many things. I shouldn't have to learn that lesson, but I did. And I was a different person. And it's I, oh, now it makes me feel sick. I feel so guilty for doing it. Yeah. So now I just pretend to be nice all or the time. Or just get better at being horrible about people behind their back. Yes. No, don't do that. Correct. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, it's um, it's a, it's a risky game, especially when there's WhatsApp groups going on and you end up sending the wrong thing in the wrong one. I never send anything bad about people in WhatsApps. Like, it's I try it's be nice. dangerous, really, really dangerous. Yeah, because you get caught. I once at work, so I was on the phone to someone and it was back in the theatre days, so it's the whole lovey-dovey thing. And mm. um, the director at the time was like, okay, darling, lots of love at the end. And I got so awkward because it was the first time anyone had said that to me. I didn't know how to respond and I just went, okay, love you. <laughs> it happens, doesn't it? Have you ever called your teacher mum? Yes. I haven't. Um, actually, Olivia has been in touch and she called her boss mum on the second day of work. I remember calling Mrs. Dalton mum by accident and I was absolutely mortified. Yeah, it's not a fun thing. But I think that's a regular thing for t-shirts. T- 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 t-shirts. That comes up quite a lot. I once... Have you done it, like done any like horrible promo jobs where you've yes. had to like... I once dated a girl who had to dress as a condom for skin condoms. Oh, that's embarrassing. So, but not like it doesn't sound like a condom. It sounds quite sexy. So she had to go out in no, nightclubs in Birmingham, topless but painted black, to advertise skin condoms. Now, this is a brand I'm quite au fait with because I'm actually allergic to latex. So, right. it's um, skin is very handy. Piece of information about Joe that you don't need to know. <laughs> well, no, but I'm just saying, if anyone from Skin is listening, I can say, try Thank skin you. condoms. Okay, good. There we go. Listen, thank you very much to everybody who got in touch. Um, we've absolutely loved it as always. We're going to be doing stuff about most embarrassing things that have happened during sex, um, at people's weddings. In the doctor's office. In the doctors. In relationships in general. Um, on dates. On dates. Oh, that's, of course. that's where my, my stories are going to come out in full. Literally, if anything embarrassing has ever happened to you, this is a safe space. We will only put it out so everyone can hear. But you can be anonymous, should you choose. I mean, we will know, but you can be anonymous. That, we promise you. I mean, if they want to get in touch, Louise, how do they do it? At? Yes. Embarrassing PC. For? Twitter. Yes. And? At Embarrassing Pod. Yes. On Insta. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Please do get in touch. It's been great fun and we'll chat to you next time. Bye. Bye.